Something tells me you're not being totally honest with me. This is supposed to be a happy occasion. Let's not bicker and argue about who killed who. Alrighty then, hello and welcome back. This is story time and I am Gamer Dude and I'm excited. I'm excited like I was when I was a kid because you know what time of year it is? It's Christmas time. It's the Christmas season. We are there. We are there. It's time for presents. It's time for family. It's time for all the good stuff that we always got excited for. Oh my God, when I was growing up, Christmas time, the week before Christmas never ended. Christmas time was so exciting. You were anticipating everything. Oh my God, I looked forward to Christmas so much. The buildup was something, man. I'm telling you, it was a process. It was a slow boil that was just getting hotter and hotter as time went on. And it started right around Thanksgiving time. And it was a slow build up through December 25th. Now the build for us started when I was a kid, when that first Sears catalog came. They used to call it the wish book. Sears Roebuck and Company was the big department store, but not only were they a department store, but they were a catalog store. Long before the days of Amazon, long before the days you could search online for whatever you wanted, most of the companies out there would put out a catalog. A catalog was a giant book. The catalog had pictures of everything that they were selling, and you would page through the catalog and find what you wanted, and then place an order, and a few weeks later, it would arrive in the mail. And Sears was the biggest retailer around. They put out their Christmas catalog sometime in November, and they mailed it to everybody who was on their mailing list. And we were on the Sears mailing list. And God bless my soul, I was so happy that we were, because we looked forward to that wish book coming out every year. Every year we were sitting by the mailbox, because the wish book was called the wish book for a reason. It had everything you could possibly wish for listed for sale. We didn't get to go to malls because there weren't any. There were stores, but there weren't any shopping malls. Not when I was a real little kid. At least none near us. So our shopping involved paging through the wish book. So that catalog would come in the mail. And we'd be ripping it open and we'd be trying to get to the pages with the, with the, with the toys in it because that's all we were interested in. And we'd page through and get past the tractors and the ladies' lingerie. I'd get to that later in life. But right now we didn't care. We were going for the catalog pages filled with all of the toys. All of the toys you could ever want as a kid. They were there in the Sears wish book. And there was something about Christmas. There was something about that time of year when everything you did... It seemed to have a soundtrack. You had sleigh bells in the back of your head. You had music playing in your head as you went to school, as you did your homework, as you ate your dinner, and as you paged through the wish book looking for what you were going to ask Santa for. There was this Christmas musical playing in the back of your head, the jingle bells playing, the sleigh bells ringing in the background. Everything you did seemed to have a Christmas soundtrack playing in the background. So you would get that wish book out and you'd page through and you'd go, okay, get 
get past the dolls right there. I don't need the dolls. Race cars. Oh, a race. Oh, yeah, though. Oh, wait. Look at that. G.I. Joe action figures. Oh, my. Oh, wow. Those are cool. Oh, my God. A train set. A train set would be awesome. That would be so cool. And it. Oh, toy guns. Cowboy guns. Oh, look at the pearl handles on those. Oh, my God. Those are amazing. Everything that you saw, you wanted. You wanted a list that was 700 pages long with everything that you could think of. But you knew you really couldn't ask for that because, you know, Santa's Santa, but he doesn't bring you everything you ask for. And you have to be especially good to get even a couple of things on the list. Oh, my God, that was drilled into us. Mom was right there with the, well, you know, Santa sees you when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. Yeah, yeah, I know, Mom, I know. I've been good this year. Well, you were kind of mean to your brother last week. Oh, Mom, it wasn't that bad, and he started it. Oh, we kept logs of everything that we did, and we were so good the last couple of months of the year. Boy, that stretch from Thanksgiving to Christmas, we were on our best behavior because you never knew when Santa might be looking in. And oh, yeah, I sat down with that wish book, and I kept my behavior the best it could possibly be as I compiled my list to Santa. And I'd sit down with a pad of paper and a pencil, I was so excited every year to write my letter to Santa. Dear Santa, those were the most important words that you could write. And I had to pick wisely. I had to pick the things wisely that I would include on my list to Santa. Because somehow or other, I knew there was some kind of connection. Somehow mom and dad always told Santa the stuff that I wasn't allowed to have. So even though I saw the pearl-handled cowboy guns in the Sears catalog... I knew I wasn't getting them, because even if Santa was going to make them and bring them to other kids, I knew Mom and Dad didn't want me playing with guns. That's why I had to go into the woods to find sticks that were in the shape of guns, because I was never allowed to have guns when I was a kid. But a kid could dream. And boy, that's what Christmas was all about, dreaming about the things. Oh, I might get this. Oh, I might get that. And when you're a kid, that's what you live for, the hopes and dreams Of all of the toys and things that you saw during the year, that's what you were hoping to get on Christmas morning. Now, getting through the days leading up to Christmas and Christmas break, oh my goodness, it was such a drag going through school. There was always homework and they always gave us projects. And in school, there was the inevitable Christmas concert. I was in band, so we would always have a Christmas concert. And back in those days, we actually did still play Christmas carols at the Christmas concert. And I'm not saying that to be offensive to anybody. Things have changed over the years. Christmas was a huge focal point, and the religious aspects of Christmas were a huge focal point of everything we learned in music, in chorus, and in band. It was just the way things were. So that's why we knew all of the Christmas carols. Hark the herald angels sing. Joy to the world. I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a different thing. When you grow up learning, Hark the herald angels sing, Glory to the newborn king. You learn that stuff, and you understand what it means. So back when I was growing up, we didn't lose sight of what the point of Christmas was. Yes, there was presents, and yes, there was toys, and yes, there was gifts and giving. But there was also that aspect of the holiday that was related to religion, because It is a religious holiday for a lot of people. Again, not a bad thing, not a good thing. It's just a different way that life was. 
So we would be rehearsing for the Christmas concert, and we would be playing the various Christmas carols. And yes, we did other fun things like sleigh ride. And we would, in chorus, when we would sing, we would sing various non-religious songs. We actually sang Snoopy and the Red Baron for chorus in music class. We had the lyrics somewhere, and the chorus teacher would play it on the piano and we would sing it. And so, yes, they did introduce us to the other aspects of Christmas that didn't have anything to do with the religion, but religion was a part of it. The other thing that was a big part of Christmas was the family getting together. Now, when I was a kid, family getting together meant family coming over to our house. I don't remember a single Christmas where we traveled. We would travel for Thanksgiving, we would travel for Easter, but Christmas, Christmas was always at Gamer Dude Manor. <laughs> That's where we had it. If the grandparents wanted to see the grandkids, they had to come to Gamer Dude Manor. Now, this goes to the family politics that I mentioned in the episode where I was talking about Thanksgiving. The politics carry over through the Christmas holiday and the New Year's holiday, and who's going to whose house, and who's visiting who, and who's bringing what, and what are we having for dinner, and when are we eating, and what time are people going to get there, and who's staying over. That was all a part of it. And it was always in the background, just like that Christmas music. Ah, the Christmas music. The Christmas music was always playing in the background, but there was also that family politics going around. The family politics where my mom and dad were trying to figure out well, is your mother coming down this year? Well, I think she came down last year, so I think she's going to be staying with my sister this year. That was always the stuff running in the background. But we as kids, we didn't care. We were gearing up for the holiday. We were helping hang decorations on the tree. We were writing our letters to Santa. We were trying to be good. We were trying to decide what cookies to bake so we could lay the cookies out for Santa on Christmas Eve. We didn't worry about who was coming or where they were staying. We just wanted Christmas to get here. Now, one of the other things that I remember from Christmas time was my dad's office party. My dad had a Christmas office party at his company, and the families were always invited, and he would always bring us to the Christmas party. Now, the weird thing about me, I know there's a lot, the weird thing about me when I was a kid is I was scared of Santa. I loved writing him a letter because I could keep it at a distance, dear Santa, and then mail it. But to actually go up and talk to Santa... I was not a fan. My brother and sister, they had no problems jumping up on Santa's lap and giving them the list of things that they wanted. I was scared of Santa. Much easier for me to write a letter than to sit on the old man's lap and say, Santa, I, I want, I, I want, I want pearl-handled cowboy guns. I didn't want to do that. I was just scared. And there's, a, there's actually a picture of me somewhere in my parents' archives of photos of me at my dad's Christmas party cowering in the background while my brother and sister were getting in line to talk to Santa and me, I wanted nothing to do with it. But that was one of the rituals that we went through. We went to the Christmas party. We had little snacks and goodies at my dad's Christmas party, and they would always bring Santa into the Christmas party to say hi to the kids. Well, most of the kids. But I got through it. I survived it. I didn't have to go sit on Santa's lap. I wasn't required to. We, we got through the day. That's what we did. And the point of getting through the day was every day that you got through brought Christmas a day closer. And we were counting the days. Now, we didn't have any of those advent calendars, the ones where you open a slot on the calendar or a door on the calendar or a hatch on the calendar and you pull out a piece of chocolate and count down the days. We were not quite that fancy. We had a chalkboard or a piece of paper and we'd write down the days. And that's how we kept track. Now, there were some years where my mother's mom came down from upstate New York and stayed with us for the Christmas holiday. And when that happened, 
My brother and I would bunk together in my room because grandma would get my brother's room. And so he'd sack out on a couch next to my bed and we'd lie there on Christmas Eve waiting for Santa. And of course, we always tried to stay up because we wanted to see Santa. And of course, we never lasted. We never made it through the night because you're young and you have no energy to get past two o'clock in the morning. But boy, did we try. And I swear to you, there was one year we heard sleigh bells. I swear to you, as God is my witness, one Christmas Eve, we heard sleigh bells. And we both went to the window looking for something. We didn't see anything. But boy, did we hear those sleigh bells. But try as we might, we could never stay awake the whole night. But that was all right. Sure, we were disappointed. But once Christmas morning dawned bright and early, that soundtrack, that Christmas soundtrack that always played in the back of our heads, it was playing again. Oh, glorious Christmas morning. It's time for presents. It's time to see what Santa brought. Now, we could never run down the hall. We had to wait for Mom and Dad to wake up. But we were frantic in the back of the house, waiting for them to wake up. With the Christmas soundtrack playing in our heads. Christmas Day was never a letdown for us, not when we were kids. We were always happy with the things that we got. We were always happy to have Christmas dinner with a family. We were always happy to have everybody together and just enjoy the season. And that's really the tradition that I've tried to pass on to my kids and that I hope you guys share too. One of the things that was taught to me as a kid is the importance of family. And that was never more clearly revealed to me than at Christmas time. Because despite whatever happened throughout the year, despite however angry I got at my brother and sister for being my brother and sister, you know, the things that kids do to each other, you know, the things that you do to pick on one another as you're growing up, all of that stuff went by the side of the road on Christmas morning. Because we exchanged gifts and we told each other that we loved each other and our parents reminded us how much they loved us. And the family coming together and sharing time together and sharing stories together. That's what Christmas was. And as I've gotten older and I've had kids of my own, I try to emphasize to them, that's what Christmas is about. It's about loving each other. It's about caring for each other. It's about showing each other how much you care. Yes, of course you should do that every single day of the year. But there is something magical about Christmas time. There is something special. I felt it every year as a kid, and I feel it every year as an adult. It's a different feeling as you get older, no question. But the love and the importance of family never changes. It's how you celebrate it and how you recognize it and how you feel it that changes a little bit as the years go by. But it never goes away. The magic of Christmas and the blending of love and family and the Christmas spirit stays with me every year. And I hope it stays with you, too.
My hope for you this Christmas is that you get to share it with the people that you care about, the people that you love, and that you remind them how much you love them and how much they mean to you. I try to do that every day anyway, but there's something about doing it at Christmas that makes it even more special, at least to me. And I hope maybe some of that joy, that giddiness, that happiness that you felt as a kid stays with you for all of your Christmases, including this one. I also wanted to thank you guys this Christmas because you guys are part of my family too. I am so delighted to be able to share my stories and my memories with you guys, that you guys are interested, that you guys care, that you guys like to spend time with me because I love spending my time with you. It's a great feeling inside every time I get to share these stories with you. And I hope that you can capture some of the joy that I have in telling these stories to you. And I want to thank you for being part of my family because it's a kind of a gift that you've given me by being part of this that I never expected and that I never knew that I wanted. But I am so happy to have it. Thank you, guys. That's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of things. Thank you for spending your time with me. It does mean the world to me, and I can never thank you enough for being so supportive and spending so much time listening to all of the stuff that I have to say. I couldn't ask for a better gift than your time, and I appreciate it. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves. Have a Merry Christmas, and I will see you when I see you.